What up? What up? What up? It's your boy Will Smith with Red and Bold. I'm your MTMV sports correspondent for your Kansas City football. Jeez. What's up, y'all? Yo, big win. First, I want to talk about, of course, the win against the Broncos, which was a big win. Then also, we'll get to the Jaguars and, you know, Jalen Ramsey and the Jaguars. You know, act like they got something up their sleeve, so we shall see. But it was a big win. Patrick Mahomes showed up in Denver. You know, there were all these questions, all these questions. Yeah, they play good when they're ahead and had the lead and put up points. But, you know, a lot of NFL analysts were were saying that they want to see um, Mahomes go through some adversity and how he he plays when the team plays from behind. And so it was like the perfect scenario. Chiefs were down 10 in the fourth quarter, and we needed a comeback. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, man, with Mahomes – I feel like as long as we have Mahomes, we always have a chance to win the game. And that's where the plan with the lead and the defense gives up big plays and allows the team to come back or whether we're playing from behind. So Mahomes passed the test. He passed that test with um, playing from behind and having to bring the team back for the W, though it almost that was almost shattered by Case Keenum. Uh, where he missed a wide open, I believe Demarius Thomas running down the sideline. Thank goodness. Yeah, that would have been a heartbreaker. <laughs> so, yeah, the coverage on that, man, I don't know what happened. I think they were playing a cover two. And so what it looks like may have happened, I'll have, I'll have to go back and watch the footage. But, you know, with me, I used to play corner, play corner in college, Got a, uh, had a partial scholarship uh, to Graceland College, which is now Graceland University. But, you know, I'm very familiar with um, – you know, man, played man a lot in high school. We never played zone. I always played man, bump and run, though. I'm from the Midwest, and during that time, we teams kind of ran the ball a lot, but when they did pass, they didn't dare test my side. So, anyway, but in cover two, which um, I pretty much learned those coverages in college, you know, cover three, cover two. In cover two, the corner has the flats, five yards and up. And then a the safety, safety's got two halves, 10 yards. And back. Safeties can't let anybody get deeper than they are, but they got 10 yards and back. So, the thing though is, if there's a receiver, you know what I'm saying, let's say on the corner side, they were on the, they were on the, um, the left side of the defense. And so, <clears throat> what you want to do as a corner is you want to push that receiver because, you know, the safety has the two halves. But it takes time for that safety to get over if the receiver is going up the sideline. So what you want to do is you want to push that receiver and make sure they don't get out outside of you um, towards the sideline. You want to push them to the inside and make them go inside and then have to get to the outside because that gives time for the safety to get over and make a play on the ball. If you allow that receiver to come off the line, especially without pressure, go by you and go to the outside straight down the sideline, that doesn't give the safety time enough t- time to get over to make a play on the ball. And that's that's all day where, you know, quarterback, that 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 would be open all day as far as coverage-wise. So it has to be very good play between the corner and the safety on those sides. But the corner can help the safety out by pushing the receiver to the inside. And so on that play, what it looked like, it, was, it looked like the corner just let a loud – uh, Thomas to get outside and run directly up the sideline because you can see Parker coming in, but by the time he would have got there, it would have been, been six had that been a good pass. It would have been a touchdown. 
because Parker didn't have time to get over because the corner did not do his job and pushed the, push the wide receiver to the inside. But anyway, we got the W, which was big, which was huge. Mahomes, he did. He was kind of off, actually, for the first time, kind of off on his passes to Kelsey um, throughout the first the first half and some of the third quarter. You know, some of the passes were, were just a little bit off, and I think some of that was by design by Pat Mahomes where he – Wanted to make sure he didn't turn the ball over, so he would throw it to a place where if the receiver's not going to get it, then nobody's going to get it at all. Which I think he's doing a great job of taking care of the ball and and not having any turnovers. You know what I'm saying? And so, man, that game was huge. There were so many great plays by Mahomes. So many times he extended the play, which I love. Um, I, and the thing is, he can play from inside the pocket also. I don't, you know what I'm saying? He the I know it was preseason, but when he threw that 69, 70-yard pass down the field, he stepped up in the pocket because the outside was contained. So it's not that he can't play in the pocket or throw passes, accurate passes in the pocket. I think he only, to me, with my eyes, it, he only leaves the pocket when he has to, when there is pressure that forces him out of the pocket. But the thing is, he's also accurate outside of the pocket. And so we've seen a lot, you know, where um, I think the offensive line has been playing pretty good. I mean, team, he's only he's only been sacked five times throughout four games. But there are times they could do better and allow him time in the pocket to make that, you know, that accurate deep ball throw or to continue um, through his reads and look past the first the, his first read and go through his progressions. So. But Mahomes does a great job. The good thing is he can still throw accurately outside the pocket. And uh, the defensive players for the Broncos, you know, they were saying how tired they were from having to chase him around. <laughs> I think it was Derek Wolf said that he had him by his ankles and somehow Mahomes just slipped out of his grasp. He's like, I had a sack, man, but he just got out somehow. I don't know. He wiggled out. And the escape ability that Mahomes has, you know, I don't think people realize how good he is or was with his with his feet coming out of coming out of college and and how I don't think I even know or knew how fast he was. Actually I didn't know anything about Mahomes um prior to the draft until his name kind of popped up and you know saying he was possibly one of the quarterbacks and heard his name throughout the Chiefs may be interested and so I went back because he played for Texas Tech. And my team plays in the SEC. I'm a Mizzou football fan, and my team plays in the SEC. So I just I didn't watch Big 12 football anymore. I had no interest in it, so I didn't know anything about who Pat Mahomes second was, you know. But I think we underestimate how fast he is. It's like he can turn on the gear because there was some times where he would turn it on. Like, yo, the uh, the defensive player for the Broncos would be close, and he'd just like go a little faster. And just buy time to get the ball down the field. And it's hard to defend that. It's hard to defend when, you know, everything breaks down. And all of a sudden, the receivers are just running to get open and they break off of their routes. That's hard to defend because somebody's gonna somebody is going to come open. And with the arm that Mahomes has, with him being able to throw it accurately across his body, with him being able to get the ball downfield, because a lot of times he'll He's running sideways, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's also drifting backwards. So you would think that he wouldn't be able to make the throw. And all of a sudden, he launches it 
And defensive backs are like, are you serious? Like, did he just complete that? <laughs> and so it's like, I know it's frustrating for four defenses and his capability of Mahomes. Man, big win against Denver. We have a two-game lead in our division. Had we lost, it would have been we we'd have been tied with Denver, but Denver would have been in first place because they would have had that head-to-head, you know what I'm saying, that head-to-head tiebreaker. So that's a huge win. We are 4-0, which is actually exceeds my expectations. Um, and I feel like we had the potential, but I was like, you know, 2-2, two 3-1 and two, three and one is kind of what I expected. But being 4-0, man, that's icing on the cake. I mean, we got some tough games coming up. Um, yeah, man, that Denver game. <laughs> I was so, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, that was a, a very exciting game. Kareem Hunt finally broke out the run game. You know, Kareem Hunt was beasting it, man. It was times where, you know, it would be a pile, but then I would see the pile keep moving it, and he'd get, like, four four more yards. And I'm like, okay. You know, it looked like it was going to be, like, a second and seven, end up being a second and five or a second and, and six or a second and four because Kareem Hunt just continues to push forward with his legs and the balance that he has, man. That that run he had down the sideline where he had to jump over, God, break a tackle, and, yeah, Kareem Hunt's the truth. The only thing, man, if he had, I wish he had the speed of Jamal Charles. Because if he, if he did, he probably would have had two, two, one or two more touchdowns. He definitely would have had a touchdown when he's running down that sideline. But he, I mean, he's he's fast enough, I guess, right now. But I just wish he had that breakaway speed, man, where he just take it all the way to the house, you know, and Cass couldn't catch up with him. At any rate, Kareem Hunt had a very good game. He's now the fifth. Um, fifth leading rusher in the NFL, so he's number five now with that game. So I think he'll um, – we'll see how he does against the Jaguars. That's the game we have coming up, guys. This will be a real test, a real test for our offense. And, uh, you know, you got the number one offense against the number one defense. You know, if you've been uh, watching ESPN or NFL Network, you've been seeing – or hearing the chatter from the Jaguars and, you know, Telvin Smith laughing like they figure something out. The Jags are acting like they have figured something out and they're going to shut down Mahomes. Yeah. And so, and, and Telvin Smith was like, yeah, just wait. You know, the reporters kept asking him a question. He's like, nah, just wait till after the game. Wait till after the game. Man, I so hope. Please let the Chiefs win so we can wipe the smile off of their face. And then I bet you won't be. they won't be laughing no more. You know what I'm saying? So, we got to get this W. Like I said, the Jaguars feel like they have figured something out. Um, I know one of the things they're going to try to contain contain him and not let him outside the pocket. I don't know why they think he can't pass inside the pocket. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely going to be a, a true test for our offensive line, a true test for our receivers because they do press a lot, um, a test for Tyreek Hill and going against Jalen Ramsey, though they won't be going each, against each other the whole game because Tyreek Hill moves around a lot. The one thing you can trust, though, is Andy Reid. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can trust Andy Reid and his and his offensive schemes against defenses. Um, he does a great job of scheming and, and putting plays together. Um, that works to the strengths of the offense. And we have a lot of strengths. We have, a, and I believe Sammy Watkins will be playing. Uh, I think he was a limited participant in practice maybe, but um, he's questionable, but I think Sammy will play. 
So you got Tyreek, Sammy, Travis, Chris Conley, which I think, you know, the Jaguars may forget about. And then you bring in, sometimes you bring in Dak, Spencer Ware. I mean, I, th- I believe we have a lot of offensive firepower and players that, know, that can make plays after the catch or make catch miss. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a very interesting matchup, man. Um, you know, we got to block Calais Campbell and, you know, they got uh, Miles Jack and Telvin Smith and uh, A.J. Bouye at the other corner spot on the other side of Jalen Ramsey. So if we it'll be interesting to see how many points we are able to put up, which they can be scored on. They can be, you know, uh, they 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 do give up points or should I say maybe not this season, but they have given up points in the past. Um, with this same defense, so we'll see. We shall see. The interesting thing or the X factor may be how does Blake Bortles play? And so, and actually the weather will play a factor in the game on Sundays. I think it's like a 90% chance of rain. So it's supposed to be raining. So that kind of gives an advantage to an offensive player because they know where they're going. The defense has to react. They don't know where the offensive player is going or the route. So they have to kind of plant their foot. Somebody could slip, you know. Maybe multiple turnovers in this game on Sunday due to the rain and the weather. Um, this could possibly be. And I don't want to jinx it or anything, but I wouldn't be surprised. But, but I hope it doesn't happen that Mahomes has an interception. And I don't think it would be, if it, there is, I don't think it would be an interception that would be where he just made a bad pass or it was his fault. I think it would be something where the rain or the wetness of the ball plays a factor bounces or slips out of receiver's hands or goes up in the air and it's off of um, a ricochet or bouncing off of a receiver or it goes through his hands or something. Chiefs have been pretty good at holding on to the ball. The receivers have and catching the ball. So hopefully that doesn't happen and put a blemish on (laughs) Pat Mahomes, you know, stats and everything. But though I know he doesn't care about that. As long as we get the W, that's what he cares about. The guy is a competitor. He wants to win. Um, at all costs, whatever he can do to help his team win, man, he's a he's a baller, man. So we'll see, man. I know the weather will play a factor. Um, Leonard Fournette will not be playing; he's out, which is huge. He's a you know big bruiser. Plus, he has the speed also. Uh, so T.J. Yeldon, who you can't underestimate, he was a good running back at Alabama. You can't underestimate Yeldon. So it'll be interesting to see can the Chiefs stop the run game because I I definitely think that would be a huge part of the Jaguars game plan as much as the Denver Broncos gashed us in the run game. And for some reason, you know, they went away from it. Though some people are saying, like, you know, why they go for the run game? They should have kept just running down their throats. But there were some times, though, the Chiefs gave up quite a few big runs. There were some times where the Chiefs did actually stop the run and stuff them either behind the line or at the line of scrimmage that forced Denver into some third and long plays. And so that's why they ended up passing and, and not running the ball. So, but at any rate, we got to do better against the run. We have to tackle. Um, man, there was a play against Denver, Royce Freeman, where it looked like they had the play shut down. They had all the angles, and all of a sudden it turned into a touchdown. And so we have to do better. The defense has to do better at tackling, wrapping the player up, uh, not allowing them to, you know, get yards after contact. And so I think it'll be. What can our defense do to stop 
the Jaguars' offense, which isn't a potent offense. It isn't a high-scoring offense like that, though they can play in spurts. The, the question is, which Blake Bortles is going to show up? Is it the average Blake Bortles that, you know, nobody believes in, or will it be a Blake Bortles that's on fire? I'm like, wow, this guy is good at times. You know what I'm saying? So, he's um, – Blake Bortles is, is an inconsistent quarterback to me. Um, he doesn't consistently have good or great games. It's like every now and then, but he has such a good defense. He doesn't really have to score or put up a lot of points with that offense. Um, but, yeah, I trust our offense over the Jaguars' offense. The question is, can we put up enough points? And I don't think the – I definitely don't think the Jaguars can outscore us, but our defense plays into a factor, so we have to get stops. And that's it. We have to get stops. We have to continue to be the best third-down defense in the league like we've been doing and getting teams off the field because the more opportunities you give Pat Mahomes, trust me, he's going to take advantage and he will score. We're going to put up seven and not three points. Um, I was reading an article two years ago um, when the Chiefs played the Jaguars and Alex Smith was hurt, was hurt and Nick Foles was in there. We ended up winning like 19 to 14, I believe. But in that game... We would drive the ball down the field, but probably about three or four times we settled for field goals. So we kicked a lot of field goals in that game, whereas if we were scoring touchdowns, it would have, it would have actually been a blowout. And so I think that is that Pat Mahomes is that X factor. Um, he's already shown that he can put the Chiefs on his back that he can make something happen when the time's coming that the game is not too big for him, whether it's on prime time or noon game. So this will be it, man. This hey, this is a good matchup, man. If we get this W, we'll be five and zero, of course. But what'll also play a factor is later on down the season, we'll have that win over Jacksonville as to whether we get that number one or two seed. We can get a bye week. Granted, there is a lot of season left. We do still have to play the Patriots. Um, next week, which is also another huge game. But if we can get that W against the Jaguars, then we'll have that AFC tiebreaker. If it, if it comes down to it, if they end up having similar records or the same record, we have the tiebreaker. So we would get that higher seed. So now I don't want to talk about the Patriots yet because it looks like they might be back. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that right now. We got to focus on them Jaguars and we need to get this W. But it'll definitely be a huge win. Um, I like the advantage of the Chiefs playing that arrowhead in that crowd. Hope, crowd, hey, Chiefs fans, which whoever's going to that game on Sunday, y'all got to be loud whenever Jacksonville is on offense. Scream as loud as you can. I know how it goes down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know how we do at arrowhead. So get as loud as possible. Make it hard for them. Like Denver kind of made it hard for us. You know what I'm saying? Their crowd got loud. and some, We had some false starts or illegal formations. And so that plays a part. So we got arrowhead crowd. We got the weather. Those are two possible advantages for the Chiefs. So we got to get it done, y'all. We got to get it done. And so uh, we'll see what happens, y'all, tomorrow, uh, 12 noon Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time for y- those of y'all on the West Coast. Uh, yeah, I think that is, what is it, about 9, 10 a.m., whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, man. So go Chiefs, man. It's red and bold. This is Will Smith. My team, my voice, yeah, y'all need to rejoice. Come on now. But anyway, yeah, uh, check us out on Facebook, like a page, 
MTMV Sports. That's my team, my voice, sports. And uh, follow us on Instagram and also Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Check out the station, man. We have a lot of good sports news. Um, Thank y'all for listening. I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of the week. I'm about to go cut this grass, y'all. I holla at y'all. Mm-hmm.